everyone, it's Tim Pichot, the Liberty Advisor. And on January 13th, 2023, the Attorney General signed ATF Final Rule 2021-R-08F, Factoring Criteria for Firearms with Attached Stabilizing Braces, amending the ATF's regulations to clarify when a rifle is designed, made, and intended to be fired from the shoulder. Now, I'm sure anyone that just goes on to the ATF website, you guys can just quickly peruse this 293-page document where you know basically the ATF has been diligently trying to figure out how they can turn millions, basically as many law-abiding citizens into criminals and felons overnight. And this is surely one of the best ways to do it because it's been estimated that there's over 40 million of these bad boys out there. And last year, there was, uh, you know, really for the past couple of years, they've been trying to, you know, sneak in one of these. I think last year they had a 59-page PDF with this whole scoring system to see if your gun is legal or not legal. Well, now, you know, they threw that out the window and said, hey, here's a 293-page ruling that basically says, now I'm not a lawyer, but basically says that any AR pistol, that would be a pistol underneath 16 inches, is now going to be classified as a short barrel rifle. So I'll, I will denotate that as an SBR. So they're basically saying if it's underneath 16 inches, now it's going to be an SBR. You've got to have this $200 tax stamp. They're going to waive the $200 tax stamp because you've got you know 120 days to go either register your gun. Uh, I think the other options were you can modify it to make it more uh, 16 inches or longer. Uh, you can dispose of the gun or register the gun. And so I'm guessing not a whole hell of a lot of people are probably going to be registering the guns. This is not legal advice, uh, and you know, got to make sure you're doing whatever you're doing in your jurisdiction. You know, if you live in uh, California or New York, uh, you know, obviously there's a lot of probably can't even have one of these to begin with. But you know, I'm sure that it's gonna be a much more heavy-handed response there than somewhere uh, like where I'm living in Pinal County, Arizona, where we have a good sheriff. It's a second. Uh, amendment sanctuary. But, you know, essentially you have 120 days to comply. Otherwise, they're going to say you're now a felon. And so right behind me, I do have one of these evil devices. Uh, I'm not even sure how long it is. I think it's like 12 or 13 inches. So anyway, it technically is an AR pistol. And I will say that when you first get into this world, uh, you know, I didn't know when I first bought one, I didn't know what the difference between a short barreled rifle was and an AR pistol uh, and just a regular, you know, AR-15. I you know, also didn't know when I first got into it, the difference between a stabilizing brace and a, um, and a buttstock. And then you eventually start like learning some of these rules and you're like, wait a minute, you can just put this brace that basically has, you know, no, you know, other than, you know, putting it against like your shoulder, you put this onto an AR pistol and now that's a felon because now it would be a short barrel rifle that wasn't registered. But, you know, to someone that doesn't really know this stuff, I mean, you could easily find yourself, you know, buying one of these parts and swapping it onto another and having no idea that you just made yourself a felon. But now they're saying, oh, hey, all these guns that you previously bought that were uh, completely legal at the time that you bought them. Now, guess what? Uh, you know, they're not legal anymore. And this stuff, I will say, I uh, just came back from vacation and actually by coincidence, two days before this ruling came out, I was talking to uh, you know a guy that was a police officer, and you know because for me, I mean, really the litmus test is you know are you going to be enforcing these laws, and in this case, it's a rule that is unconstitutional because the sheriff is the most powerful person in any jurisdiction. So if the sheriff says, hey, you know, we're not going to allow the BATF to come here, we're not going to allow these federal goons to come here and then impose these non-constitutional laws in our jurisdiction, the sheriffs do have the ability to stop that. And so I asked this cop about this and he's like, oh, well, you know, I haven't even heard of this. And, uh, you know, who knows? And this was, you know, a gun 
one guy, and just by coincidence, after it already left, uh, two days later, the the BATF came out with this ruling. I use ATF and BATF. Uh, it's technically is the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, but you know I've, a lot of people just refer to it as the ATF. Now, one way to I mean, again, I'm not a lawyer, so uh, you know, also depends what jurisdiction you're in. Is you can buy a upper kit, or you can maybe buy another barrel, and basically just put a 16 inch upper kit on there. And and I, you know, I don't want to say this too dismissively because I think that there is no jurisdiction for the ATF to be able to act as a legislative branch when they are an executive branch. That you know, there is no real jurisdiction for them to make laws. I mean, Congress makes laws, state legislatures make laws, you know, state and local governments, they make laws, uh, executive branches don't have the ability to make laws. And, and to their point, it's not a law, it's a rule. So they've made a rule that has now made, you know, or will make millions of people felons. Uh, but you know, there is some good things to come about about this because now there are certain bills that are uh, floating around Congress. Uh, one of them is by Representative uh, I believe his name is Bob Good. So, you know, I guess it's something good that has come out of, uh, let's see, Mr. Good of Virginia. I think his name is is, uh, is Bob. Anyways, whether it's Bill Good or Bob Good, the act is abbreviated as the PISTOL Act or Protecting Individual Sovereignty Through Our Laws Act. And, you know, the long and short of this is basically the presence, I'll skip to the end here, the presence or absence of a rear-mounted braces or attachments which can assist a user in controlling the pistol shall not cause a firearm that otherwise meets this definition from being considered a pistol. If we read up a little bit also, it then also, uh, you know, wants to further solidify the definition of a rifle. And for purposes of the preceding sentence, such term shall not include a pistol equipped with a rear brace or rear attachment, which can be used to assist the shooter in controlling the pistol, even if such brace or attachment can also be placed against the shoulder. Now, not to be outdone, uh, Representative Matt Gates has actually come out with what I think is even a much better bill and has actually proposed a bill to, you know, wait for a drumroll, please, to actually get rid of the ATF uh, in its entirety. And this bill is called to abolish the Bureau, Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives. Very short here. Be enacted the Senate and House of Representatives of the United States of America in Congress assembled section one short title. This act may be cited as the abolish the ATF Act. Section two abolishment of the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, Explosives. And line seven here is the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives is hereby to be abolished. Actually, that's ruined the to be, but hereby abolished. Now, I think all bills should be about this size. Uh, look at this, an entire bill that I could just read off here in about 30 seconds if I wasn't you know, stuttering my way through this. But this is exactly, I think, how what the framers intended, uh, you know, bills to be actually read that you don't need, uh, you know, 25 lawyers to interpret what it's going to say, just like, you know, the crap that it is foisted upon us with a 293 page bill. Uh, you know, a lot of it that's just scrolling through here is, you know, in legalese, different codes, different sections. And from what it seems like is that basically they've gone ahead and pretty much just criminalized everything. Uh, so, you know, you don't have to be, uh, you know, some super sleuth lawyer over here because now what they've done is essentially just criminalized everything. So, uh, and how I suspect that this will go down is first, I suspect, you know, very few people actually are going to register their advice. Again, not legal advice. I'm in a position where, you know, being up here on this platform, I can't just say, <clears throat> go and uh, not pay attention to their advice or, uh, you know, don't, uh, you know, lose it in a boating accident. But surely what 
how this will eventually play out is they want to enforce this. And I can see this being, you know, you get, there's like a traffic stop and they see that you have one. I mean, there's going to be low hanging fruit like that. But, you know, if they actually try coming door to door, they might be successful for the first, you know, round of it. Uh, you know, the first, you know, couple hundred people they nab up. But, you know, when they start going for, you know, the second, third, fourth rounds of this, I don't think it's going to really make it to the fourth rounds. Uh, eventually, people are going to be fed up. And again, I'm not calling for violence. I'm just prognosticating. And what will probably happen is that eventually people are going to have to start acting in a more offensive manner if, you know, all of a sudden they see their neighbors getting picked off one by one by these, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 person goon squad squads coming in. And just taking people out is that eventually people are going to get on the offensive and going and taking out these people before they start taking out everybody else. And that's why, you know, first and foremost, you should be voting with your feet, voting with your wallet, not living in one of these hellhole jurisdictions. I came from one of these hellhole jurisdictions, moving from upstate New York over to Arizona. And at the time, I wasn't even a gun person, but I did know that the Second Amendment is the only hedge that we really have against tyranny. The Second Amendment is what protects all the rest of the other amendments. But more so than anything, you know, we shouldn't even have to be uh, clamoring to have our protections, uh, you know, uh, fought after and maintained that these are God-given rights from our creator, not from the BATF. And not to mention that the BATF just recently said that all this stuff is legal. And now they're saying that all this stuff is not legal and you're going to have to register it. I mean, it's just such crap that how they can go renege themselves on this. And then all of a sudden, you know, try to make 40 million of us felons. Uh, you know, I've already stated that, yeah, I've got one right there. I really do like the fact that, you know, it is compact. You can conceal it. Uh, and, and really for like a home defense gun, I mean, there's other, you know, probably even better home defense options, but it's nice in tight corners, having something to that you can maneuver around. But, you know, honestly, if it was three inches bigger, uh, I mean, I mean, that might be something that she said, but, uh, uh, <laughs> and I would definitely walk myself into a, a trap there, but you know, if it was three inches bigger, all that's going to do is improve the accuracy, improve how lethal it is, probably how deadly it is. Not, I don't think it's really going to affect too much uh, in terms of you know getting around different corners and walls. Now, it certainly can, and that's why you know I would prefer to have something you know in the home. Uh, and I, you know I am in a more rural area where you know all the houses here have you know at least an acre, so I'm not you know right on top of somebody else. So that is you know certainly a consideration that you're going to have to make. Is that you know you don't you don't want to have one of these high-powered uh, rifles or pistols in an area where you've got you know tons and tons of different neighbors around because you know that bullet can penetrate, and you've got to be responsible for every round that you're putting down through there. But, you know, at this point, though, it's just absolutely, I won't say it's un un unconscionable to think that this is what the ATF would do, because I think that we know that the amount of tyranny you get is the amount of tyranny you, you put up with. And so unfortunately, Americans have, uh, you know, been able to put up with a lot of tyranny. And that's why we're getting a lot of tyranny, because there's not enough people actually standing up. And then the Republicans who are out there in Congress, I mean, they're all basically just the Republicans are all just might as well be the Democratic Party light. They're all just a bunch of, you know, rhino cucks who just, you know, act like they're going to do something. So I pretty much am putting no weight behind this Matt Gates bill. Uh, I'm glad he did put it out there, but I'm putting no weight on this actually getting passed. Uh, not even really putting a lot of weight in this uh, bill by Representative Good getting passed either. Now it is a step in the right direction. But I mean, just look what happened underneath the Republicans. Even underneath the Republicans, you had, you know, that New York City liberal Donald Trump, who was, you know, even though I've never used a bump stock, I don't really know anybody that's even used bump stocks. But the thing is, we shouldn't have been ceding any ground on the Second Amendment whatsoever. But, you know, he is Mr. Take the Guns First. And then a lot of Republicans wanted to be on my ass for, you know, criticizing him for that. They want to be on my ass for criticizing him for 
Operation Warp Speed and be on my ass for, you know, having government never getting any bigger than underneath him and being on my ass for basically, you know, never having less freedoms in my lifetime than underneath that New York City liberal Donald Trump. But it's just because people want to have these teams that they're not willing to call out their own side when they're doing bad stuff. And so guess what? Donald Trump did do a lot of bad stuff, especially as it related to, uh, you know, guns. And people are going to say, oh, well, Hillary Clinton would have been so much worse. Yeah, she probably would have been worse. But guess what? The fact that we, you know, have to go bust our ass to get a Republican in there and they still seed ground on this then paves the way for Democrats going and then taking even more ground. But I guess the good news is that, you know, the more tyrannical the response, the maybe more the you'll see the countermeasures coming from, you know, the good side, you know, from people like us who actually, you know, want to maintain and fight for our rights. I'm not saying going and doing anything offensive, but, you know, it should be at a point where we should be, you know, on these politicians' asses, making sure that they know who they're really uh, working for and knowing that they're not just going to be, you know, rolling into certain places of Texas, certain places of Arizona, certain places of Wyoming and Montana and some of these other places thinking that they're just going to go start, you know, having rough shot arresting people. But it does really come down to what county you're in and then who your county sheriff is, because that sheriff is the most important person. And so as much as I'm not, you know, the biggest advocate of police, I do understand that it is important to have a good sheriff who's actually going to, you know, follow the Constitution and be a hedge against that government tyranny. So, you know, I would, uh, you know, not like a huge going out and voting and getting your congressman to do this or that, but, you know, it would be good uh, seeing, you know, some pressure on these politicians to either get rid of the ATF or pass the pistol act so then that way you know they don't have you know just a great excuse to make 40 million of us terrorists and going along with this uh you know it's not like they're just coming after the guns they're also coming after the food so make sure you use the links down below i'll play a quick video of this tower garden that i've had for actually over a decade so i've never even <laughs> promoted it but now you know now is the time where you need to get food independence because you know like the hank williams jr song a country boy will survive you know they want to starve us out but you know if you can't starve us out you can't make us run that is exactly you know, the position that we need to be in to be able to fight against these guys. So you need to make sure you have storable food. You can look at the link down below, uh, promo code WHAM for Heaven's Harvest, where you can also get seeds as well. And then also with uh, the bit.ly link for the aeroponic tower garden, where you can start growing your own food. You can grow it in a closet. You don't have to worry about weeds and bending down and doing all this other crap. You know, it's a very, you know, nice, easy, efficient way to grow food. And then you should also have battery backups because they're coming for everyone's independence. And if this is the point where we're already too late, you know, you should be, I have chickens that I ordered four months ago that I'm still waiting to get. I have a greenhouse I ordered three months ago that I'm still waiting on getting. So this is stuff that I actually am doing myself. And we're at the point now where the time to talk about preparing is over and the time to actually be prepared is right now. So make sure you are prepared because it's not just about the guns is a very, very big component of this because if they take away the Second Amendment, then basically all the rest are gone. And so this is, you know, one gigantic encroachment to that. So make sure, you know, not only that you're pressuring your congressman to actually get, uh, you know, this good bill, you know, by Representative Good actually passed to, you know, prevent 40 million Americans from being uh, felons, but that you're also prepared with storable food, also prepared with backup battery, also prepared with, you know, ways to grow that food. And you want to start learning how to do this stuff yesterday. I mean, even now is almost too late because, you know, there's certain tips and tricks and you're not going to be an expert overnight. And so you need to make sure you're in a position of being able to protect yourself, your family. And it's more than just protecting with guns. It's also protecting with, with food. So then that way you don't have to accept the mark. You don't have to accept the CBDC and you don't have to be, you know, a little minion waiting in line, you know, waiting on big daddy government to go feed you because that is the play. It always comes down to food, water, and energy. 
and protection. And so this is taking away the protection. And now we've seen them, you know, have what is over 100 different food processing plants and or fertilizer plants in the past year that magically burned down or had planes fly into. And so it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out exactly where we're going. So you guys need to prepare today. Look at the links down below. And for anyone that's looking to get prepared financially, you can see the the bit.ly link for the Red Pill Advisor where you can get a free consultation with someone like uh, either myself or someone on my staff to help see you know if you're in that best spot possible. Anyways, Tim Pichot, The Liberty Advisor. You can find all my content at thelibertyadvisorshow.com and we will be back reporting on more of this uh, ATF encroachment and hopefully uh, what is you know the ATF going to have going to be forced to uh you know walk this back as you know pressure hopefully will mount but anyways we will keep abreast of exactly what's going on and uh the time to repair is now talk to you guys later take care